Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Housing for the Aged Action Group, Hague for short, a housing group for older people run by older people. Present Raise the Roof. We advocate for secure, affordable and appropriate housing. So listen up on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month at 5.30pm on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. Uh, that's right. This is Raise the Roof, the Housing for the Aged Action Group show here on 3CR. Uh, my name's Shane, and I'm joined in the studio by two people I cannot say enough good things about. Uh, technically, they're both my bosses, so I have to <laughs> have to say good things about them. Uh, to my left, I have uh, HAG Committee of Management member and housing activist, uh, Pam. Hi, Pam. Hi, Shane. Hi, everybody. And to my right, I have... Uh, well, what can I say? The Executive Officer of Housing for the Aged Action Group. Uh, say hello, Fiona. Hey, Shane. Under contract to say good things about me. Well, uh, <laughs> absolutely. Never to the right, though. Never to the right. Never to the right. Um, so, this is our Radiothon show. You might be fooled sometimes by the seamless illusion that we present, but it's rare for us to be live in the studio for you, and it's quite exciting to be here tonight, uh, right on the spot, ready to hear from you uh, exactly how much money you would like to give us, because, of course... 3CR is a community radio station. It's supported by its listeners, um, not by commercials, not by advertisements, not by the government. Um, we are excited to be here to uh, support the Radiothon. We've already had some, uh, some donations, some pledges come through. Yeah. Um, and you can add yourselves to that list right now. You can call 3CR on 9419 uh, that number again is 94198377, or in an incredible technological development, <laughs> you can text a pledge to 3CR, uh, and the number for that is 0488 809 and we'll be giving you those numbers again uh, several times later in the show. And they can donate online too, Shane. Oh, absolutely. 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Uh, and Hag has its own crowdfunder set up as well. But if you don't get a donate right now during the show, uh, bring it right through now. Be just, wonderful. Uh, just give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I will whip through the list of donations that we've already received. Um, first up, I have the amazing Anonymous. Uh, thank you very much, Anonymous. <laughs> Anonymous uh, does so much. <laughs> Anonymous has, has given us $50, which is incredible. Uh, another extremely generous donation is from my dad, Phil McGrath. Thanks very much. I hope you're listening and uh, happy birthday for the weekend. A shout out to Phil. What a legend. 100 what, bucks. What a legend. Uh, Esther Singer has donated $30. M has donated $10. Uh, our esteemed chair, Phil Williams, has donated $20. Good on you, and Phil. Some, somebody named Fiona York has come through with $50. <laughs> uh, we also have Good on you, Fiona. Uh, $10 from Marie of Hag. Yep. Uh, yeah, Marie's another um, committee of management member. So yeah. um, even though a lot of our members are probably struggling to make ends meet a lot of the time, if they can spare a couple of bucks, no amount's too small. It's all tax deductible. No if amount's you, too small. That's that's right. No amount's too small. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, even small donations are very much yeah. appreciated, especially because this is a show that's largely for older people, largely for pensioners, largely for people on benefits. Exactly. Um, what a great time. So what our, what we've got planned for today is to bring you some highlights of the last year yeah. of HAG Radio. Yeah. And speaking of the pension and other government benefits, one of the interviews we brought you over the last year was with Social Security Rights Victoria, um, information about your rights as welfare recipients. So we're going to hear a quick clip from them. Um, this is... Uh, just some important information about your rights as a welfare recipient. What I'm giving you is, is general advice. Yes. It's not legal advice. Of course. Uh, everyone has an... If Centrelink makes a decision, everyone has a right to appeal that mm -hmm. decision to what's called an authorised review officer, yeah. who's a senior Centrelink staff member who's had no involvement in the case. Yeah. Uh, so that's the first thing. And the, the big thing is get everything in writing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, you, the other thing to watch out for this is that uh, Centlink considers anything that's in writing to be a notice. Uh, so they can send you a text, yeah, and it's right. because it's in writing, it's a notice. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, most people will know how Centlink communicates with them, either through hard copy mail or through usually through an online profile. Right. But it's important to check those regularly because Centlink won't necessarily tell you if they've sent you a notice. Yeah, They're supposed that's to, but their system often doesn't. Mm hmm. Uh, and the other thing we always say is don't ever just take a decision uh, at face value. Ask mm -hmm. about it and, and what your uh, and what your options are under that. Obviously, mm -hmm. you can talk to us. And we have an old saying that, um, that Centlink's verbal advice is worth the paper it's written on. <laughs> so that was Social Security Rights Victoria. If you'd like to hear more from that interview, it's still available uh, through the 3CR website or our website, alldetenants.org.au. Um, so we've got a few clips, like I say, the best of the last year of HAG. Um, should we hear another one now? What yeah, do you think? Yeah, I reckon. So, I mean, one of one of the biggest issues at HAG is public housing. HAG are very strong advocates of public housing, of the importance of public housing over other kinds of housing for older people. We've long considered it to be the best form of secure, affordable, uh, stable accommodation for older people for a whole range of reasons. And we are big supporters as well of all kinds of public housing activism. And when our beloved longtime manager, April Bragg, left HAG last year, we were lucky and happy to be able to record an interview with her where she told us some stories about the, the history of her involvement in uh, in public housing activism. I think that was one of the first interviews you did, Pam, yeah, on this show, wasn't yeah, it? it was, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. So let's hear from April. And then we'll hear from you as you call in to make your generous donations. Yeah, can't wait <laughs> to hear from you. We saw it as a bit of sport as well, hated public housing tenants and mm. and um, estates and um, they they were really biased um, and particularly to, to these single women. So when they evicted people, they um, turned up in um, force. We'd always have 20, 30 cops um, turn up who would mm. do a bat and charge up the, up the stairwells um, and... Yeah, really. That's violent. scary. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Sad thing about um, the rental arrears policy and what's um, happening today is that our current minister, Martin Foley, was a tenant worker at that time and was involved in resisting those evictions. Mm. Um, so, so to think that, um, you know, public tenants aren't really faring much better is, is mm. really sad. But um, we... A lot of that happened around South and Port Melbourne and one of the really encouraging things about how the community rallied, um, I remember on three or four occasions that the local wharfies, um, because at 
that stage, we still had some working people, particularly on that South mm. Melbourne estate, um, who did work down at the docks. Um, so they'd organised um, a lot of their blokes um, from, the, from the union and yeah. um, we'd call them up and they'd come down and, and they'd actually be at the front of the line to, to assist <laughs> the, 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 the police. But um, the police got really serious and when it got to um, bashing down the doors, which were still in four stores on, on those estates, yeah. still are to, to this day, they did get out the heavy equipment um, to do the, the charge and knock it down. And again, as I say, women and kids inside. Uh, you're back on Housing for the Aged Action Group's Raise the Roof show here on 3CR. It is Radiothon uh, week, and I have no doubt that as you've been listening to those exciting interviews, you've also gathered your pens and paper, so you're ready to take down the numbers that you're going to call to make your generous donations to keep mm-hmm. Community Radio 3CR on the air. Where else are you going to hear interviews like this? Information about your rights as a welfare recipient, information about the history of public housing activism, about direct action. These aren't things that we're going to get on the mainstream media, even when, you know, once in a while they decide that retirement villages or some other issue are, are going to get a Guernsey for a few weeks. <laughs> so um, if you want to support the voices of people that you don't often hear on the radio, like the one from April Bragg that we just heard earlier, um, you can text um, or you can call in right now. You can text your pledge to 0488 809-855. That's 0488-809-855. And just text the amount that you'd like to pledge and they can tell you what to do from there. You can also send um, Shane and Pam and myself any messages that you'd like read out on air. Um, Shane was on television this week, so I'm sure <laughs> He's he would love to be congratulated. <laughs> I heard on the grapevine that people saw him pop up during the football oh my um, gosh. and all over the place. So he was on Channel 7. Right. You can also ring in. On nine four one nine eight three double seven, and we actually have a couple of donations that have already come in. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Pam, would you like to read out yours? Yes, it's a twenty dollar online crowd raiser. Yeah, and it's uh, Satiria Nika. Oh, Satiria. Yeah. One of our intake workers Thanks, at Climate Satiria. Last, for the Age Action Group. Yep, she's a Greek speaker. So, if there's any other people out there from Greece who speak Greek and want to support Satiria and get on board with her amazing donation and match it, even exactly get a bit competitive. You don't even have to be Greek. You can also be Turkish, like Melissa, who's rung up and hey. donated fifty dollars to the show. Um, and she is one of our outreach workers and she's um, often out and about helping older people. Yeah. So if you know Melissa or Satiria and you want to continue to hear um, from them and the great work they do on 3CR, then feel free to, to ring us up. Yeah. Um, thanks so much. So that, the number again, if you wanted to make a donation, is 94198377 and don't think that will be the last time you'll hear it from <laughs> today. No, it's good that you are saying it a lot People haven't got a pen sometimes, yeah. or they're in the wow. car and They've they go. Got their phone I've got to remember that number. You know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so let's hear another excerpt from our interviews over the last year. So one thing, um, I think Fiona kind of alluded to it then, although maybe not as explicitly as we would have liked. But one thing Hag's concerned about is to make sure that we don't assume that older people's housing needs are, are all the same. And we know that older people from different backgrounds, different sexualities, different kinds of identities have different and specific housing needs. And that's something that we're, we're really keen to make sure that we address. So we were 
happy to uh, speak to Pauline from, is it Val's? Val's, yeah, Val's Aging and Aged Care, which Mm. is the LGBTI-specific service for um, LGBTI elders, and they're one of the only kind of specific services targeting um, or training specifically and also um, trying to get older people um, and now just recently their housing needs up into the public eye. So um, fantastic, working so with Pauline. Yeah, that was a really good interview. Great. You're going to hear a little bit of it right now. Good. Our program's named after Val Eastwood, who was an older lesbian who had a coffee lounge in Swanson Street, Melbourne in 1950s, 1960s, homophobic, transphobic, biphobic. Melbourne and um, Vels by all accounts was a really safe and welcoming place for everyone to Mm -hmm. to go to um, and particularly people who may have um, I guess as today identified as LGBTRI Mm -hmm. and um, when we established the program we wanted to honour the work of Val Eastwood Mm -hmm. with the hope that aged care service providers would provide safe and welcoming um, aged care places and services to people of Val's generation. Um, the history um, of discrimination and stigma um, may have meant that house, um, housing um, access for LGBTI people may have been more difficult, particularly historically. Mm-hmm. And um, I definitely know that um, for some older lesbians that perhaps um, they weren't able to access um, funds to be mm. able to um, purchase houses or often, um, you know, even real estate agents either um, knowingly or not um, discriminated on the basis of, you know, they, they even to, to this day often like to give houses to people that are in heterosexual relationships. Mm. A lot of older LGBTI people's relationships or, in fact, their identities weren't necessarily um, acknowledged by their families of origin or Mm. respected by their families of origin, in fact, that that may have meant that they didn't, um, as other family members may have got inheritances and things, that that they may not have been um, um, given those same rights, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's always a lot of focus, rightly so, on younger people, but older people are often forgotten Mm. in a whole range of domains, but particularly Mm. older LGBTI people. Yeah, so we just heard from Pauline from Vals and... Sorry, um, I've turned your microphone on now. Oh, I'll try that again. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, it was really good to hear from Pauline from Vals and have her come into the studio to talk about our LGBTI Elders Project. And over the coming year, we hope to have some more voices of LGBTI Elders come into the studio and talk about their housing needs. Um, so stay tuned for that and um, hopefully you'll hear a lot more of what you just heard. That's great. And we are happy to report some more pledges have come in. Yeah. Uh, I have one here from uh, someone who may be familiar to 3CR listeners. Gab Reed has donated $20. Thank you so much, Gab. Gab, thank you. With a message, no one does it better. Couldn't agree more. (laughs) Pat on the back there from Gab. And we've also got um, a ten dollar donation from uh, Michaela, another familiar, familiar name. Oh, thanks, so thanks Michaela. a lot to Michaela for that donation. It's much appreciated. Mm. Uh, all right. So again, if you'd like to make a donation, the number is nine four one nine eight three double seven. It's nine four one nine eight three double seven. You can also text your pledge in on zero four double eight eight zero nine eight double five. Oh. 
809-855. Now, we've heard from a lot of workers in the field of older people's housing so far today, but as we tour the archive of Amazing Hag Radio from the last year, <laughs> one of the most important things that, that we try to do with this show is to bring you the voices of the real experts on older people's housing, older uh, which people of course themselves. is older people themselves. Yep. Um, so let's hear from... Uh, Moira, and this is an interview that you can hear in full on uh, one of the archived episodes on our website or the 3CR website, and let's hear what Moira had to say. My background, unfortunately, probably isn't that uh, I'm similar to lots of other women. Mm-hmm. Um, I b- lived in a domestic violent situation. Uh, I was there for s- 17 years, actually, and tried to leave four times, and on the fourth time I did eventually go, but I had to move interstate to feel safe mm-hmm. and uh, leave my children behind, which mm-hmm. was really traumatic. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, then searching for housing or trying to find a place to live, it was no mean to, ta- you know, yeah. it was very, very hard. Yeah. And I, I did eventually get housing, but it was then couch surfing mm-hmm. um, and with people and men it's <laughs> housing uh, and i eventually ended up at uh the gatwick for eight i stayed there 18 months and i loved it it was the safest place i had stayed in forever honestly it was much safer than my house at yeah. times um so how, how did you come to to find longer term housing <clears throat> well it was through a uh, health program mm-hmm. uh uh, that Star Health was running at the time, mm-hmm. and it was in conjunction with um, Centerlink and uh, Legal Aid and whatever. And I got a caseworker, mm-hmm. and she eventually got me housing, an older person's housing, yeah. and which is great. I really love it. It's for 55 and older. Mm-hmm. It's very quiet. So yeah, that was public housing. It's mm-hmm. great. I live on the eleventh floor of a twelfth-story building. Oh. I have great views. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the fireworks, New Year's Eve, and the lawn from the laundry room. Oh. Yeah, but I um. So from there, I also got counseling services, so mm-hmm. uh, some therapy, and I was trying to work on myself, but I didn't know what to do. I was very isolated. Yeah. I didn't know anyone. I was wary of everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find a lot of po- the older people in my building are actually weird. And there, there's a lot of uh, non-English speaking people as well. Yeah. With uh, The older people are Russian descent, so they're very wary of mm. some people. But, um, yeah, so he asked me to, uh, I asked him what can I do because I was only going to counseling to calls and home. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was on suicide watch as well because mm. I was scared about, I knew that I, I was in a great place. Mm. And they, um, the counselor gave me, told me to go and about Voices of the South Side, Voss, mm-hmm. and I've, I haven't looked back since. Hmm. Yeah. And you've got some news about about um, yeah. that interview, don't you, Pat? Um, Moya is coming in to do an interview with us next fortnight Great. with Auntie Jacko. Um, awesome. They're going to talk about what happened at the. Um, uh, the memorial, the, um, the homeless, memorial. homeless memorial down in St Kilda, which is the 19th of June, I think, the 21st, 19th, somewhere around there. But, you know, they'll be coming in telling us how it went and all that sort of thing. So it'd be great. That's yeah. great. So, yeah. yes, HAG does come to you on the second and fourth Wednesday of every month uh, from 5.30 to 6. Yep. Um, 
we I think we'll hear again from an older person who was kind enough to share their experiences with us on the show. Um, this is Erica. Uh, I don't. Um, Erica is pointing yeah. a finger at something. Yeah, I no, don't know what it is. I just noticed that another um, another donation came in, so I thought we should give them a shout out oh. um, and a bit of a message saying, "Great retrospective show today. Keep raising the roof." So yes. thanks a lot for that five dollar donation from MJ. Yeah, thanks so much. Cheers. Um, all right, let's hear from Erica. Mm. Uh, um, I've been homeless for two years. I had a burnout, so I know what it's like to live on the streets. And I was lucky enough to hit the right people. Um, I think the first couple of days, I didn't know where I was in that. And living on the streets was a different type of survival. All you worried about was when, where's your next meal coming from? As soon as it's daylight, you're up and moving. I had a little niche next door to the St Kilda toilets. Um, the council guys came and opened it every, every day, seven o'clock. I'd go in and rush in and have a quick wash and everything, and then I'd start moving. And being homeless taught me two things, not to be judgmental and also humanity. So because I live in a high-rise doesn't stop me from circulating and saying, come on, let's get together. Let's be, you know, be friendly. What you put out there is what you get back. If you're a bitch, you get the bitchy people. <laughs> but if you're generous with your time and effort, you get a lot of people that, you know, appreciate it. Yeah. And that's all, you, that's all I ask. I'm not there to glorify myself or anything. It's there to help people less fortunate than myself. Mm. That's all it boils down to. So it just goes to show, no matter who or what you are, you can hit rock bottom. And when you hit rock bottom, hopefully there's someone there to give you a helping hand to help you, not make it difficult, but to help you. Mm. Um, I, I've been in a lot of organisations Yes, I'm still going for affordable housing for everybody, every man, woman and child. But it's so hard when money talks and bullshit walks. Mm -hmm. That was Erica. Erica <laughs> was the winner of the Molly Hadfield Award this year. Oh, right. um, and she lives in one of the high-rises in Melbourne. And um, the Molly Hadfield Award is an award for um, tenants of public and social housing, community mm -hmm. housing, mm -hmm. who are doing great work in the community. And the applications or nominations are open now for the, um, for the Molly Hadfield Awards for the coming year. So if you're someone out there who lives in community housing, lives in public housing or social housing or know somebody that is and is a pillar of their community like Erica is, mm. um, you can nominate them and they particularly need to be working with or for older people. So that's why the award's named after Molly Hadfield, who's one of our founding members, as most people would know. And Molly's the lady that talks at the start of the program, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, that's right. You can hear her voice. the roof, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, we've got another pledge. Thanks so much to Leanne and PJ. Uh, they say, such an important issue and you cover it from every aspect, particularly from people with a lived experience. Great to hear these diverse and real voices. Um, so let's hear one more real voice. Uh, we're almost out of time. We're real so if voices you, too, If you want to make... <laughs> no, no. Come, on, come now. They're not going to believe that. The, uh, the almost out of time if you'd like to make a donation during the show. Of course, you can still make donations after the show. Um, if you want to send a message through while we're on the air... Number again is 94198377. 
That's 94198377. Uh, or you can text a pledge uh, to 0488 809 855. And you can just pledge now and pay later. Um, I was also going to say something else that I've completely forgotten about. So let's just hear. Oh, what I was going to say is if you've got your pens out, we'll also give out HAG's own contact information at the end of the show, as always, yeah. for any older people listening who want to talk to us about got any him. housing issues that you're dealing with at the moment. Fiona's panicked expression as at always, the thought of having to remember our I phone can numbers. I never remember something the phone to Pam's written but them let's, down. Let's hear. <laughs> Good work, Pam. We'll hear from Vanessa now. I, I just wanted to kill myself. I had nowhere to go. I had no... I had nothing in my life to live for. I have a children, but I didn't want them to know that because it was I was so ashamed that how could I get myself in this mess? Um, so I went to Hag and um, Naomi, I think it was, um, took me there. She talked to me. They got the paperwork done. I was so fortunate. I got a home within three weeks. And then I started to live a bit because I was relaxed. I was had a place. I, I, I wasn't on the streets. I, I, I didn't, you know, I had somewhere to go. So that's the that's the last of the uh, best of from the last year of <laughs> Hag Radio uh, that we're going to play for you today. Um, thanks very much for listening both today and throughout the year, and thanks especially to everyone who has donated money. It is not too late. Uh, I won't bother you again with the, the numbers to call, but if you want to make a donation after the show, you can always call the station or you can go online to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Uh, or you can find a link to our crowdfunder on the HAG Facebook page. Uh, mm -hmm. And also on our website, which is oldertenants.org.au. That's right. Or you can call HAG if you yourself are an older person with a housing issue, um, whether that's uh, an experience or a risk of homelessness, uh, a problem with a retirement village manager, whatever it might be. Um, give us a call and we'll see if we can help you. That's 9654 7389. Well done, Shane. Such a good memory. Yeah. And what's the free number? Yeah. What's, I don't know that one. <laughs> we do. Go and tell them. Tell what's, them the, what's the free number? It's 1300 765 178. Let's hear that twice. 1300 765 178. All right. So we will leave you in a song, with, with a song, sorry. Uh, and I might get Pam to introduce this since she's brought us in the. The CD. Pam's a okay. music buff. <laughs> uh, it's Joan Armatrading with Love and Affection. Oh, right. lovely. Thank love you. and Affection. And I might, well, look, when we were waiting in the waiting for the studio before, somebody in the next show told us that we needed jokes on the show. Oh, jokes. <laughs> so can I tell a joke before yeah, we go, go on? Go on, Joan, go on. What do you call 10 dead real estate agents? What do you call them? A bloody good start. I was just going to say good. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to our next show, Amida. Raising our voices. <laughs> <laughs>